Right now, everyone thinks that they have a chance this year. Well, everyone, almost everyone. What separates the Jaguars and makes them any different? We'll talk about it today on Locked on Jaguars. You are Locked on Jaguars, your daily Jacksonville Jaguars podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello once again. Thank you for joining me here on the Locked On Jaguars podcast. I'm Tony Wiggins, the host of the Locked On Jaguars podcast, where it's your team every day. And we thank you for making us your first listen. On YouTube, we are free to subscribe to at our YouTube page, which is called Locked On Jaguars. Make sure you hit the like button, subscribe, and hit the bell to ensure that you receive notifications every single time we drop an episode. And if you listen to audio podcasts, make sure wherever you listen to those audio podcasts, you tap in every single day to make sure you don't miss an episode because we drop one every day. All right. Shout out to the everydayers that listen to the program every single day. One of y'all, I think I blocked the day on Twitter. It happens sometimes. Don't take it personal. So um, just a shout out to you every day. And we appreciate you taking your time to listen to the podcast every single day. Um, Here's what we're going to discuss today. After I tell you who, is today's sponsor that is Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On NFL for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Cannot forget that for all y'all that's trying to buy tickets to the game this weekend. So what we're going to talk about is the games, the games that are going to soon be played that count uh, in about two weeks. The games will actually start to mean everything and count for everything that you guys. Uh, want it to, uh, you know, when they go up to Indy in two weeks after the preseason game, which is, I'll give you a preview of that tomorrow, the preseason game against the Dolphins here in Jacksonville, the first home game of the year on Saturday. And then we'll be moving right into cuts, last-minute acquisitions, final 53-man roster, which yesterday, if you saw the show, I did a guesstimate of what I thought the uh, – 53 or 56 man roster was going to look like and what you'll be uh, getting over the next two weeks is all of the evergreen shows, all of the conjecture, all of the guesstimations, that stuff will be out of the window because we'll have tangible things that are happening every single day down in that building that's going to determine how this year is going to go. So that being said, this show is about the possibilities of how this year is going to go, right? Uh, how many teams really think 2023 is their year? Raise your hand if you have one, all right? The Jaguars think that 2023 is their year. I honestly believe that there are probably 30 other teams that feel that way. So that means there's 31 teams. No, there's 32 teams. There's one team that's going to re- remain nameless because I don't want to pick at the locked on that team host. Uh, trust me, he's got enough going on right now. They don't need me uh, piling on them and all of the things that they're doing, but uh, a hint, they made a couple of trades today. Okay, I will go there. It's the Arizona Cardinals. There is no damn way in hell. Shout out to my man, Alex Clancy. There's no way the Cardinals actually believe that they have a chance to do anything this year. They don't. Uh, no matter how they talk about it, the Jaguar fans have been there. The Jaguars as an organization have been there where you can't even fake it. 
just like everyone knows, you're going to stink this year. It's what it is, man. That's just what it is. And then are you moving like a team that thinks they're going to win this year or that they have hope to win this season? So we're glad we're not in that boat. But what makes the Jaguars different from all of these other teams that think that they're going to win? We're going to discuss that. Um, what must they do to make the magic happen? That's going to be segment three. The other two topics we're going to hit in segment one and two. Segment three is what must they do? There's things of commission and there's things of omission, like things that you do that you shouldn't. And then there are things that you should do that you don't. We're going to talk about the things that they have to do to win. Not the things that they should do that they don't. We don't have those negative projections on the show. All right. So let's not bury it. How many teams actually really believe this is their year? I said it's 31. Realistically, I'd say 20. There are actually 20 teams that think uh, – now, notice what I'm saying. I'm not saying that there are 20 teams that actually have a shot. I'm saying that there are 20 teams that actually think they have a chance. There's 31 that hope they have a chance, right? They're optimistic, and they're going to – let's see what happens, all right? The Cardinals already know they're going to get their ass whooped, so that's that's not – I'm not even including them. They they know it's a hard year, and I think they're really building towards the future. And sometimes you got to let it go off the rails before you can get it back on. I get it. And I ain't trying to pile on them. I'm just dead serious about that, right? The Jaguars are one of those teams that believes they're going to win this year. I think every team that made the playoffs last year and then every team that, that came close. So there's seven teams from each conference in the playoffs. That's 14. And then it went down to the last couple of weeks down the wire. The Titans definitely think they're going to be back, right? So they played for the division on the last day of the game. I mean, the last uh, game of the season, the last day of the game, the last week of the season against the Jaguars. So they were just that close and they were banged up in, in that game. So they're going to have a chance. I think even in a division, the Colts believe, let's just see what happens with our rookie guy. Doesn't help that they have these problems up there with Jonathan Taylor not wanting to play for him anymore. But they made a coaching change and they probably believe that, hey, we got a shot here, right? We got blue sky and it's a new day. The Houston Texans, a lot of new energy in the building, a lot of new players, a lot of sacrifices over the last couple of seasons. And now they believe that they have a good coach and a competent quarterback once they got rid of Deshaun Watson, they feel like they're going to make a run. What separate? What, what makes the Jaguars any different? I'm going to get to that in segment two. And I'm going to tell you the things that I believe makes the Jaguars feeling and sentiment. Now, nobody down there, you ever heard anybody say it, but you can tell the way, you can look at their gait, the way they walk around, right? You can tell what the expectations are. They haven't said it flat out. At least I don't think anyone has really said it flat out. But you know that they believe they're cooking with grease and there's something going on this year, right? So I think that there are some folks will say six or seven teams that have a realistic chance to win it. I'm going to go a little higher than that. I'll say 10 or 11. 10 or 11 that if the ball bounces their way, because I believe, like, if you got those six or seven teams and everybody kind of knows who they are, I really think 
some of those teams are going to have a little bit of attrition based on health, just like they always do. And I think once that happens, every time they disappear, that gives a chance for a team that is on the fringe of those top seven to appear. Every time one of those teams drops out, it's not like they just, you know, they lost their spot and that's it. No, you lose your spot, that gives somebody else behind you a chance. And I, and I really do believe that the Jaguars are one of those teams that believe they have a chance because they're not a traditional occupier of that top spot. They're not even a recent occupier of that top spot. Right now, they could be a one-year wonder. I want to tell you exactly why I don't think that that's the case. I said they could be, but I do not believe that that's the case. I'm going to talk about all of that, segment two and segment three here on Locked on Jaguars. But first, I have to let you know about GameTime.co. That's right, GameTime. If you're buying tickets and it's your favorite thing to do to go to these events, whether it's a concert or sporting events, it can be very stressful, but it shouldn't be because Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for all the fun that you have. Flash deals and last-minute tickets, easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area, images of seat views and the lowest price guarantee. All you have to do to snag the tickets without the stress is go to GameTime.co. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use the code LOCKEDONNFL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONNFL for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed. All right, man. So what is guaranteed here is that you are going to join me every single day for Locked on Jaguars. Proof by the numbers, right, that we're going to have our everydayers here in tow, riding shotgun with me, right, and that the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to start the season in two weeks with a hell of a lot of optimism. Those are things that are actually real, right? We're not guessing. We're not touching them. But we don't know what the season is going to behold because – the game can be, it's a physical game, but it's also a psychological game and it's a mental game. And there are a lot of things. The thing we love about football is a lot of things have to come together. It's not just a starting lineup of five people that play offense and defense. Shout out to basketball. It's not baseball where everybody except the pitcher and the DH play both ways. This, you have an offense, you have a defense, then you have special teams. You got 53 guys, got a lot of moving parts, got a lot of coaches, and a lot of things have to come together in order for your team to have a shot to win a championship. And then a lot of things have to not happen for that shot to actually manifest itself on the field. So what makes – we've already established that there are a bunch of teams anywhere between realistically 10 or 11 all the way up to number 31 because we ain't including the Cardinals – all the way up to number 31 – of teams that actually feel they have a legitimate reason to be happy about 2023. But what makes the Jaguars different? This is just strictly my opinion. My opinion is what makes the Jaguars different is the way that they ended last season 
the way that they approached the offseason, I think when you combine those two things with the fact, obviously, that they have Trevor Lawrence and they have Doug Peterson, I really believe that this is it. Now, I know in the past you've heard me um, actually say something. And the thing that I said, I actually got it from former head coach Doug Marone. This year is a new year. He said it in 2018. And boy, was he right because the 2018 season didn't turn out anything like the 2017 season. It started that way, but it quickly got off the rails and it went sideways, right? You said that you don't carry over things from the previous season. This year is an entirely new start. You start all over. And while I agree with the fact that that's like saying you do, in my opinion, you do carry things over, but the things you carry over won't go out alone and can't stand alone and win you games unless you do the things consistently that won you the games the year before. You got it. We understand that we're not contradicting ourselves and we're not talking out of our side of our neck. Not one first down that you got last year is tangibly actually going to help you sustain a drive this year. Not one field goal that you got last year is going to count towards any score from this year's game. But you do learn lessons. You do learn lessons. The value and the importance of getting off to quick starts, right? The fact that you know, because you've actually done it before, you know as a player what it takes to win and how to win and how to persevere through some drama and some trouble. You got the formula. You've walked that walk. You, 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 you stepped in that dirt. You've been 10 toes down in that situation before. You know what it takes. You know the effort that's required to get to a certain point. And you know it wasn't good enough to get you where you wanted to go. So these are the lessons and these are the things that I believe work hand in hand with the fact that they knew exactly what they had to do at the end of the season and they proved to themselves that they could do it. They then saw all of that come down to a last couple of minutes of the game, fumble recovery and return for a touchdown against the Titans. No matter how happy the fans were, no matter how much they wanted to win that game, they had to dig down and really go deep and find a way to be victorious against the Titans. And then the following week after making it into the playoffs, they get down 27 to nothing, and most of it was their own doing, even though I'll give the Chargers credit because you always have to give credit to your opponent. And they found something within themselves. And in going out and doing it, remember I said it's important to have demonstrated performance, to go out and actually do it and have the confidence to go to Kansas City and play a real clean game, but just fall short to the eventual Super Bowl champions. And the approach and the mindset of Trevor Lawrence standing um, in the tunnel, shaking all of those guys' hands, letting them know we'll be back. Combined with the fact that even if I disagreed with it, which I probably did, as an organization, they decided we like this group. Let's supplement this group with some stuff. We ain't going to go crazy in free agency. 
We're not going to overpay anybody who to bring them back, even though we want them all back. Let's go in free agency and make sure we take care of our own people and then get some depth guys. No big names. Now let's go back into the draft and get some more of our guys that fit what we want to do. That are not only need picks, but they are, some of them are trait choices, just like they've always made. And some of them are, some of them are guys like Yassir Abdullah that doesn't have those traits that you're looking for, but you deviated away from that a little bit because you just need specific types of playmakers. Having the confidence and learning how to overcome the adversity at the end of the year, understanding that even after you lost to the Chiefs, we're going to be all right. Trevor standing up in the tunnel telling everybody, hey, man, good game. Don't hang your head. To then having that backed up by the front office and they're saying, you know what? We're going to bring them all back for the most part. Let's put the band together. Keep the band together. No Art Key, obviously. No Jawan Taylor. Um, but for the most part, let's create some competition. Let's bring in some guys that are tough, that have played at a high level in college, that have a nice body of work. Let's look at this. Make sure we incorporate the guys that we had on the practice squad or the guys that we had a futures contract on that we've been developing. Let's set the tenor for the offseason so that everybody works out and everybody works hard. All of the guys are going to come back. Let's try to improve from within and supplement from the outside. And we can talk bad about that process all we want to. Like I said, if you go back and look at some of my shows during the draft or before the draft during free agency, I was like, come on, man, y'all got to do something. But at the end of the day, while I don't do this as a fan, I do it as a fan of the city of Jacksonville, but I don't do this as a fan. I try to do this logically. And I'll admit that I'm not a part of the process. I'm not in the building. I'm not looking those guys in the eye. I'm not rubbing elbows with those players in that intimate coach, player, locker room, meeting room aspect. So I don't have all the information that the coaches and, and those guys have. I can only look from the outside and think, why are they doing that? And then at the end of the day, like right now, you try to make sense out of the whole thing. And I actually think the thing that I didn't understand is probably the reason why and the thing that makes them different from any other team that thinks that they're going to be good. Now we got to talk about what they have to actually do when the season starts. Not things to avoid happening. Nope. We don't talk about not fumbling. We talk about protecting the ball. So we're not going to talk about things that the omiss, the omission side of it. We're not going to talk about things that they shouldn't do that they should be doing. We're going to talk about things that they should do that hopefully they do and take a positive, proactive approach to really looking at why this team actually does have a shot. I'll tell you why the magic can happen and how it can happen, and I'll do that in just a second here in the third and final segment on Locked on Jaguar. All right, segment number three here on Locked on Jaguars. What must the Jaguars do for the magic to happen? 
Keep Trevor upright. That's number one. Protect your quarterback. At some point, hopefully sooner rather than later, get healthy on both lines of scrimmage. They're not quite right there. They're not quite there yet. It's probably not as catastrophic and as bad as we think it's going to be. But it's enough there for us to be a little bit concerned. Get off the quick starts in these games. Be at least a game over 500 or two games over 500 when you get to the above halfway point. That would be week nine. Week nine, I want to see them at least five and four or six and three before they make a run with those last eight games. If you're six and three, you got eight eight left and you go five and three down the stretch, that means you're 11 and six. That probably wins the division and may host, may allow you to host a first round game, depending on a whole bunch of stuff but you might be able to good fortune is if you're a little bit better than that and you can get up 12 wins, you probably do host a home playoff game. They had a worse regular than that last year. And they hosted a playoff game. They have to have their best players be at their very best at the biggest moments. That is Trevor Lawrence, Calvin Ridley, Travis Etienne, Christian Kirk, Josh Allen, Trayvon Walker, Devon Hamilton. We'll give you a quick update on him at the end of the show. Tyson Campbell, Andre Sisko, Rashawn Jenkins, Foyo Lokan, and Devin Lloyd. Now, I just named half the damn team, right? Yeah, but that's what good teams do. Whenever they have to step up and do things a certain way, they find a way to get it done. They have to understand that while they got better, everyone else thinks that they got better too. And it can't be just enough. It ain't. It can't just be in here. It can't just be want to. It has to be a professional, targeted approach to be like a computer program, like a hard drive. Every time you stick it in, every time Doug Peterson walks out there and turns the headset on and puts his headset on, and the referee gives the signal that the game is going to go, the Jacksonville Jaguars have to Jacksonville Jaguar. They have to be the same team every time. They don't have to look the same every single week, but there has to be a consistent and concerted, very deliberate approach to playing football. You have to play tight, play loose. But just know who you are even when you're not standing in front of the mirror. That's what they have to do. Because the good teams know who they are. Even if things aren't going their way, they never blink because they know eventually they're gonna fix, they're gonna, they're gonna finish and they're gonna do what they have to do. Because the more they start doing those things, their opponent will recognize it and it'll have a mental and a psychological effect on their opponent. And eventually you'll not just be as a fan that goes to the game, you won't just be happy because of optimism. You'll be happy because of expectation. You ever cheered for a team and you knew they were going to whop? They were going to whop every, everybody. I know you have in college. There's been some good college teams around here, whether you're a Seminole Gator or a Bulldog. You know, and some of y'all are probably Hurricane fans too, when you absolutely know there ain't nothing they can do. They can make it interesting. 
it's like that meme everybody says. Um, I don't care who you get. Four loco, four musketeers, four connect four Jags gonna win by four. That kind of stuff, you know. The it's like no matter what, I don't care. I don't care what you do, I don't care what adversity we go through, I don't care what happens. You know what time it is. Someone told me a story the other day that when the Jaguars were winning against the Eagles last year, they went to they traveled to the Philly game. And it was 14 to nothing early. Eagle fan turned around and say, enjoy it, because we're about to walk y'all down. You already know what's about to happen. Eagles scored 21 straight. Dude turned around and say, what I tell you. That's the kind of arrogance that comes from having a team that traditionally figures it out during the game and they can win. And that's the kind of team I think the Jaguars will be this year if they take a very deliberate, thoughtful approach to come out every single week and execute and not just live on bravado and want to, because those things get you penalties too. If they actually come out every single week and execute and become like a computer program. Almost to the point where Trevor comes up to the line. And he's, oh, this is not really it, but this is this. Okay, this is a little bit. This is a little bit me just being me, right? Trevor can come out and go, "Hey, we running it over there." Trevor can turn into Larry Bird, I'm shooting the ball from right over here. It ain't a damn thing you're gonna do about it. I hope Trevor doesn't really do that, but you get the feeling that I'm trying to give you. The feeling that I'm trying to give you is you can come out and you can know exactly where it's going. You'd be like, yeah, we're on our way. And there's nothing you can do because not because they want it better or want it more, not because they're just that much better than you from a physical standpoint, but it's because they are going to execute and do everything the way it's supposed to be done. And I'm going to tell you right now, as much as coaches love talent and they'll take talent over anything, the one thing they'll tell you, is they love a team that knows who they are, plays like they know who they are, and plays for each other and not for themselves. And that's the way I believe the Jacksonville Jaguars can separate themselves, make the magic happen, and be different. Because, like I said, 31 teams, everybody except Arizona, probably believes that this year can be special if they do certain things. The thing that will separate Jacksonville is that they garbage in, garbage out, take the lessons that they learned from last year and be hell-bent on being a super, super organized team that plays the same way every single week. We play it here every single day on Locked On Jaguars the same way, and the Locked On NFL podcast does the exact same thing. And you can check that out because it is your team every day. They drop an episode every day. On Wednesdays, I'm on there with James Rapine, and you're going to get stories from around the NFL about all of the current events and things that could and should happen. Make sure you check it out. Hit the like button, the bell, and subscribe to Locked On NFL. See me here tomorrow with a preview of the last preseason game of the year between the Jags and the Dolphins. Until then, you guys take care of each other, and I'll take care of me and be back here tomorrow with another edition of Locked on Jaguars.